Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to episode 172 of Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis. And my name is Barbara. What's happening, Barbara? I heard you uh, had a hurricane this last week. How'd you fare? I didn't even freaking get any. We got a lot of rain, and you would have thought it was a catastrophe because Florida basically shuts down. But um, we were super lucky. Got a little bit of rain, not a lot of wind, not a lot of damage at all. The way the media hypes it up, though, is that we're all going to die. That's the news we got up here in Indiana. I thought you were a goner. (laughs) Oh, yeah course and it's this tiny little wind you know in the middle of this big huge rainstorms but the hurricane is just so little and the winds you know beside it are so little that it looks like it's so much more fierce but hey i'm not underscoring it because i know that that's a lot of people have been affected by them but we haven't yet sure thank God. So sure there you have it yeah here it just goes from tropical storm to hurricane back to tropical storm <laughs> yeah. back to hurricane and then go bolts baby oh yeah what is that like hockey or something yes it's hockey oh my word what the heck we won again back to back stayed up till 11 30 it was amazing. I had no idea you were such a hockey fan. I am a sports fan. Oh, I see what it is. So you're always rooting for the winning team, right? No, I'm always rooting for Tampa. Oh. And myself, of course. And yourself. <laughs> so what's up? Well, I just got back last week. I was three-day tour of labs with Preet. I did all of the eastern part of Illinois and the northwestern part of Indiana. Nice. I think I saw about 18 different labs, drove about 550 miles. It was awesome. I had a great time going around, meeting labs, going into labs, talking to them, learning about different things. It's so strange how different every lab is, but yet similar in some other aspects. It's weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Everyone's really nice. It's just a great community that we're in. I really, really like it. Good for you. So any luck finding a biker for the race for the future? Nope. I was going to ask you, because you're the keeper of the email. I was hoping that somebody would hear the episode and say, I can bike. No, we haven't heard anybody yet, but, you know, there's there's still time. Oh, well, it is what it is. For people that need to know, the triathlon, race for the future, raise money for the industry. It's happening in late August, the 20th and 29th in Chicago. Barb, the runner. Sean Nowak, the swimmer. Who wants to be on this fantastic team? Who wants to bike? With these elite athletes. And it's a bike bike. It's like 26 miles. It's not no like three miler because I want to do the Olympic distance. So it's not a short little bike ride. You just lost everybody. Nobody wants to bike 26 (laughs) miles. Well, somebody somebody might know somebody that wants to do it. So yeah, shout out. Help me. I'll do 126th of it. How's that? If I can find 25 <laughs> other friends, we'll all do it. No, you won't. You broke your collarbone. Yeah. You're out. Your wife's not going to let you bike. Are you kidding me? I know. I'm smarter than that. <laughs> but if you can't participate and help Barb out, the least you can do is go to dentallabfoundation.org and donate some money for a good cause. Agree. So when I first started going to meetings years ago, I noticed this really loud guy with a thick Southern accent, who just also happened to be the president of the NADL. Now, I believe when I first met this guy, he was on stage wearing a dress 
Yeah. Is this right? Is this who I'm thinking? I do believe. And I think it was Gary Yako. Uh, Taco. When, Taco. When he became president or he was leaving. I don't know. It's very early. I just remember this guy in a dress. Well, I later found out that his name was Harold Burdett. And he owned a lab in Alabama with the same name. Hence the accent. Over the years, I got to know him a little better and came to appreciate his blunt honesty and knowledge of our industry. And Barb and I were super excited to welcome Harold to the podcast to talk about how the dental lab industry was back in the 70s and 80s, how he grew to be such a large family-owned lab in a huge field of corporate labs. I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, you don't know nothing about that. And how a semi-retired technician spends a day in the lab and on the beach and on the beach there are some great stories told as we chatted with harold burdett witmix introduces the cure box plus a new curing unit that ensures the proper and full polymerization of 3d printed resins it really is the ideal curing unit for dental labs and dentists because the cure box plus uses light and heat energy with controlled time and temperature to provide an ideal environment suitable for post-curing SLA and DLP type 3D printed models. The American-made, competitively priced curing unit is very easy to use and has a large capacity curing chamber for high production. It's super easy to clean and maintain and offers a one-year warranty which covers everything but the inexpensive, long-lasting UV LED lamps. Though the CureVox Plus can cure virtually any printed resin, it has been qualified with the following Whitmix resins. Veriguide OS, Verisplint OS, Denka Denture Base, Denture Teeth, Tryon, and Temporary Crown and Bridge. If you'd like to learn more about this in-demand product, visit Whitmix.com. And as always, we appreciate your support of the podcast, Whitmix. Voices from the Bench. The Interview. we like to welcome to the podcast a legend in the industry, Harold Burdett. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are y'all today? Super. We're doing fantastic. Your accent tells me you're from the South. <laughs> a little bit Alabama, a little bit Southern. So you have been in this industry how long? When did you start? Well, I started when I was a child, you know, cleaning denture flask and stuff as a kid. So, but I really got into it full time in 1970. 1970. Wow. Yeah, so I, I kind of hit the crown and bridge revolution. That's when all the labs really in the late 70s, early 80s is when it kind of, the crown and bridge porcelain diffused the metal and all that became very popular. Hmm. And, and labs were, it was kind of easy to grow your lab back then. That's when Barb's dad, you know, me, Billy Drake, lots of labs that are big today. That's how it got started during that kind of revolution. It went from pyroplast to porcelain. Yeah, what were people doing before if the labs weren't there? Gold crowns. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then in Pyroplast, which is like a composite, <laughs> an acrylic. So how did you get introduced into labs? Started with my dad and we were primarily a removable lab. We had one fixed technician, my aunt, and I did dentures and partials primarily. And then my aunt retired and my dad said, you want to learn how to do crown and bridge? So I said, yeah, why not? So I was horrible. I'm just telling <laughs> you. I've got the three-unit bridge, you know, Ceramco, before they were bought out by Dent Supply, used to have these seminars, and 
Manny Palgon and Chris Kistner used to do seminars for him and had a three unit bridge that was done on Jalenko O. And I thought it looked so good and I still have it today. And I, I mean, I wouldn't even put it in a dog's mouth. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I had no idea your dad started the lab. That's crazy. Yeah. 19, he started the lab in 1950. Wow. And then I came in and then uh it's kind of funny i was telling the story chris will be the third generation so it used to be when we go to meetings they'd come up to my dad and start talking to my dad and he'd go oh just go talk to junior if he wants to get it we'll get it and now they come up to me at me and i go go talk to chris i don't have anything to do with this anymore so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's kind of a revolution kind of going on so so take us through that uh, when you first learned Crown and Bridge and then from when you took over and like it's it's been a long story. It has. It's been a long story. It's, it, and it's been a great journey. The dental lab business has been great to our family and uh, to our employees. When I got introduced to Crown and Bridge, the one thing I'll say is that my dad sent me to all kinds of seminars to learn how to do it. And and if you know, if you want, Barb, you know this, and so does Elvis. If if you want to get better, and you you know what you're doing doesn't look right, but you you will figure it out if you keep pushing yourself. Oh, and you've uh-huh. got somebody yeah. kind of to show you what needs to be done. And that's what I did. And this is, <laughs> I picked up an account back in that day. They did about forty thousand dollars a month in uh, PFM work, and <laughs> they just kept me. They just loaded me down with work. I mean, loaded me down, which was kind of a, a training for me because we weren't very expensive because I wasn't very good. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, everything has a cost to it. So uh, they did bankrupt on us for about 30 grand. But it was like I told my dad, it was the best 30 grand we ever spent because it m- turned me into a decent technician, you know. So uh, uh, and it started growing from there. When I started running the Crown and Bridge Department, the Crown and Bridge, we went from about 80% removable, 20% fixed to 70, 80% fixed to 20 or 30% removable. Hmm. So what, what really grew because I was pushing it. My dad never did want to get any bigger. We had like a 15 person removable lab. So, but he just never wanted to get any bigger. My dad, he'd come in at eight o'clock and he'd leave at five o'clock every day. Every day. So, yeah. Every day. That's what he wanted to do, and that was fine. I mean, I was there real early and real late and worked weekends and did all that. So, But, you know, that's what it took back then. And like I said, it was that Crown and Bridge revolution that kind of got it started. I think people have forgotten about that. You know, it, it's kind of like I think labs today, you know, with what's going on, they want to grow like we grew back in the late 70s and early 80s. I just don't see that happening right now. You know, I mean, it might, but I, I don't see it happening. It's so much parody now with this zirconian stuff. So, yeah. Are you still in the lab? I am when I'm home. I've been at the beach since May. Oh. I was telling Elvis, I'm going back home towards the end of next week. My, Peggy left yesterday with my two younger grandchildren. I've got a 22 year old, 18 year old down here with me now they're out playing golf the weather's kind of nasty but they're playing golf and the 11 year old and the seven year old went home yesterday so, hmm. so you're just living it up well i'm i, I was tired for the 11 seven year old <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason they give children to young people Hell yeah, i agree <laughs> oh. so when you get home you go to the lab and raise the hell or what what do you do when I go home, I go to the lab. And you know what was funny? 
I stayed down here during COVID. Peggy brought me to the beach because she knew if I stayed at home, I'd go into the lab and we got, you know, a lot of employees. Yeah. She says, you'll catch COVID there. I said, all right, let's go. So we stayed at the beach for 14 months oh, wow. and, I, and I caught COVID down here. Oh, geez. And then I gave it to her, but then we've both had COVID and we both had our Pfizer shot. So I'm, I'm totally harmless now. So. Well, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> yeah. uh, when I went to Visions, you know, they had these stickers. What was your comfort zone? Yeah. My comfort zone, he says, I'll sleep with you. She said, we don't have a sleep. <laughs> <man."> <laughs> don't tell Billy Drake you said that. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, that was a great meeting. You know what was good about that meeting is that nobody had seen each other. Yeah. And there was so much talking. I mean, nobody could hear anything because everybody was just talking. Yeah. I was sad that I missed that meeting, but it just happened like a month too early for me. Yeah. Well, nobody's seen each other in so long. It's just like you missed that. I know it, Barb. It's unbelievable. You could have been president of the NADL and of Cal. <laughs> I know. With that, but who knew about COVID? Yep. Crazy, crazy year, I'll tell you. Yeah, you'll have your day. Yep. It'll come. <laughs> it will. So I'm curious, back when you were growing that Crown and Bridge in the 70s, I imagine it wasn't as much as a price competition as it is today. Were you able to basically charge whatever you wanted? In the most part, you could. Yeah. You really could. What was you, competition you like? Well, Gladwell was there. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know who Gladwell was, but we used Vita Porcelain for a while, a long time. And the people at Vern Hale, I don't know if y'all remember uh-huh. him. He used to run Vita North America. But he told me, he says, there's only one customer we have bigger than you. And I said, that buys more porcelain than you. And I said, really? He says, yeah, Gladwell. <laughs> That's the first time I heard that name. Really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah that, isn't that funny? See, he, that's when he started his boom. Yeah. You know, that's when he really started moving. Jim just took it to the next level and then the next level and then the next level. Yeah. He's brilliant. The guy's just brilliant. But so. what, what else was around? I mean, obviously not NDX or DSG or any of those. I'll tell you, that's a funny story. There were some labs. There were some conglomerates. Okay, around. yeah. Think of their name. Jerry Mariocker actually worked for one of them. American, but, you know, I have heard in the past. Yeah, maybe that. I can't remember yeah. the names of them. But you know this talk about all this consolidation? It was going on then. Really? I mean, I've heard it back then. You know, the lab's going to all get gobbled up and it's going to turn into three or four big labs. I heard this. I've heard it all my life. I don't know if it'll happen now. I mean, Barb's part of that. Yeah. She's probably got some good insight on that. (laughs) Lucky me. (laughs) You know, there's a lot going on. You know, DSG getting bought out by NDX. I think they're going to go public. That makes sense, really, to be honest with you. So they're big enough almost now to go public. You're going to buy stock in it? Or is that like a conflict of interest? I I made a huge mistake on that. You know, I was in Vegas at Visions and NDX. went to a meeting with these with the people that ended up buying them. I, I knew what was going on. I mm. said, you know, I need to go buy some stock in NDA. <laughs> and I didn't do it. I mean, I could have, oh, oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, you know, that's one thing I know about you, and this is a compliment. You always know what the hell's going on in the industry. Because I pay attention. That's yep. all, I do. all you got to do is pay attention and listen. 
<laughs> That's what you taught me, man. I've, you've come to me and talked to me about things. And I'm like, how the hell do you know that? And I remember uh, Jeff Strong saying, Harold knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to pay attention. I mean, you know, they got to meet somewhere and that's a good place to meet. And I said, you know, they're fixed to sell out. <laughs> and, and I think they actually offered Bob a ridiculous amount for the lab. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. They Bob told me this. Uh, not Bob. Uh, uh, Warren. Warren told me that they came up to him and they, you know, he still had you know, a lot of debt to your dad, and they said, "Well, we'll take care of that for you." Just come on. What they wanted, they wanted more volume, you know, more mm-hmm. gross. And but and, and Warren said, if he'd have known, if he'd have known they were selling out, he says, "I'd have just taken all stock," you mm-hmm. know. Oh yeah. Yeah, you bought that stock. You could have been on the beach for eighteen months instead of fourteen. Forever, yeah, <laughs> for a long time. Because I mean, I it, it like it went up about thirty or forty, fifty percent. I don't remember the right now. Wow, it was a lot. They must be doing good if they're buying DSG. Yeah, DSG was hurting a little bit. Yeah. So you are still family owned, which is a another compliment. So I'm I'm assuming you guys are good to go, right? You're going to stay solely owned. Hopefully. It's up to Chris. We get talked to all the time. You know? And I said, look, if Chris, if Chris wants to sell it, we'll sell it. And wow. uh, we're probably in a bad spot now to sell because we went from a C Corp to We're in the process of going to an S. So then you can't do anything for five years. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. So you can't do anything for five years then. That's good. That's right. You know what my grandchildren tell me, though? That once I'm gone, he says, you know what my dad's going to do, don't you? He said, I said, what? He says, he's going to sell that lab. I said, well, I'd be disappointed if he didn't. <laughs> so what do you do when you go to the lab? Do tell. Do you go to the bench or do you just kind of talk and hang out? And- Sometimes I go to the bench. I, they were having some trouble with digital dentures. I went in and helped them get that straightened out. Nice. And then uh, if they get behind in the ceramics, you know, <laughs> I'll do that. I like trimming dyes like your dad did. So, yeah. you know, I'll trim some dyes every now and then. But, you know, it's I don't stay very long. I don't get there early. You know, I take people to lunch, you know, that I've, I've raised, basically. They've been there for so long. Mm. And, uh, you know, just talk to him, talk to Chris, and then get out of his way. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be like, Harold's coming back. Harold's coming back. And Chris is going, oh, please, no, 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 no. <laughs> So Chris is a son-in-law. He's not like a blood son. That's right. He's son-in-law. So how did that talk about? I tell you exactly luck. how that happened. I tell you exactly. <laughs> he uh, started dating my daughter the August before she was going off to college, and he was going to Alabama, and she was going to Auburn. So yeah. Margaret, after about six weeks, she said she wanted to go ahead and transfer to Alabama. I said no. We ain't chasing no boy. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like my dad. So I said, but if you go through the year and you want to, you know, finish up at Auburn this year and then you want to transfer, you're welcome to transfer to Alabama. So she did. They stayed together. Of course, you know, rest history. They got three kids, been married for, good Lord, 20-something years. Mm. And so Chris, when they got married, Chris was getting a finance degree because his dad was a banker. Oh, boring. Yeah, and I said, Chris, I said, one thing, I said, you know this is going to happen. I said, you know, why don't you just, since you're working part-time in a mortgage company, why don't you just come to work for me part-time and see if you like this business. Hmm. So he came to work there and I took him to a <laughs> Chicago midwinter meeting. Oh Lord. That's, <laughs> when, that's when he fell in love with the dental industry. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great meeting. So, and how did he fall in love? Give it up. What did he just love the people or what? He loves the people. Yeah. He, loves, he does. He, he just loves all the people and how open everybody is. So, it's tough. You know, Barb, the lab business right now is tough, man. I mean, it's oh, yeah. price conscious, pound you down, DSOs, you mm-hmm. know, just. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's what worries me more than anything else is DSO. Why do you say that? Well, because these dentists are selling out and you're losing private customers. Yeah. You know, and then, then you know, who knows if you're going to get the business or not. Depends on who buys. Well, your lab's big enough to handle some DSO accounts. We do it? have some DSOs. Yeah. We do. We do. But that doesn't mean we're going to keep them because those DSOs get bought out by our bigger DSOs. Yep. And then they all end up at night. <laughs> they could end up at night. Y'all do a lot of work for the big boy. So. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, touche, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We do have a fair amount of them. Yeah. They do freaking send a lot of work, and the prices are just super low. There you go. Very, very disheartening. But, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, I watch it every day. But you've got to gear up for that. You've got to get, you've got to be lean. <laughs> I think you got to do some automation, you know, mm-hmm. work a lot automation to get there like Glidewell's done, you know, these touchless, you know, like this crown, what is it? Crown world or crown? What is it? He has. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. It's world. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You know, they don't even touch those, you know, they scan the die and the model, or they have a model and then, or they send it in digitally and it's all processed through with, by machines. Yeah. They don't even touch them. That's insane. Yeah. He's done a great job. So I don't know. I mean, it's just a, you know, it's, it's, it's a different time. The lab looks totally different now where I had like a nine ceramist in there building porcelain, nothing now, but machines and printers. And, <laughs> and it's, we've outgrown that now. We've got to move it to another area of the lab because it's too small. I was going to say, you guys probably have a lot of printers, right? Do you have printers, yeah. mills, the whole nine yards? Yeah, we got everything. Digital so. dentures. You just said you were doing that. We got carbons. We got all kinds of printers and stuff. I think we're getting an Envision Tech in there to try out. You know, I, this uh, one, Asiga's really got it, gotten a good name for itself. Yeah. That it whip mix sales. Yep. Yeah, they're good printers. That does a nice job, the Asiga does. Yeah. It's different because it's open. Right. Yeah. So talk about the growth. Your dad was removable. Mm-hmm. You kind of started the Crown and Bridge. Mm-hmm. You were probably by yourself for a while. Long time. Yeah. How quick did you start adding people? I started adding people pretty quickly and I got lucky in that sense that I hired a couple of guys that were technicians that uh, I trained one, one was already a technician and they didn't mind working long hours and they really helped build the business up. Yeah. It was fast growth. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was like unbelievable growth. Hmm. You know, it's kind of like that's back in the stock market days back during, you know, when, you know, stocks just kept going up, 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 you know, it was kind of like that. It was just amazing. And it was easy. Did you even have to go out and get work or did it just come in? Oh, you had to go out and get work. Yeah. You, you did. You know, I, and I didn't have a salesperson. So what I would do is I would work, work on Fridays late, Saturday, all day Saturday. And then Sunday, I would take Peggy and the two kids and drive up to uh, where I was going to call on customers. Mm-hmm. Sunday night, spend the night to get up and run down and make a run through wherever I was at, calling on customers all day Monday and then drive back to Birmingham and go back to work on Tuesday. That's basically how I built it up. Wow. 
So you were your own salesperson. So you basically yeah. went out and sold yourself, your personality, your lab, your work, everything. That's right. pretty remarkable. I did. I did. How many salespeople do you have now? We have three or four. I said we have one. Three. Wow. Is most of your work local or do you send out? It's local and, but we, we're southeast. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're more of the southeast. We do a little bit of work in Florida, but you know, Knight does all that down there. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lab tell me, you know, I, I will tell you this. I had a lab in Georgia tell me, he says, man, Florida has so many dentists down there. I says, I, that's a, would be a great market to get into. I said, go on down there and try to get in that market, buddy. <laughs> and he was a high-end lab too. Yeah. I said, Good luck. There's a lot of lads down there too. <laughs> yeah. I just got back from the FDLA and there it was a busy conference with a lot of labs. That's a great meeting. Yeah. That's a great meeting. It really is. You've been to that one too. I've seen you yeah. there. Yeah, I spoke there actually when yeah. I was president in ADL. That's right. Yeah, why did you start participating in ADL? Because I remember you used to be president, I think, when I first started going to it. I did. I did. I was president. I was, I think it got started. They asked me to do one of those things in the, with the NBC where you go in and set up the testing for the CDT. Oh, you're a proctol or something or. Yeah. And I see, and I'm certified in partial dentures, crown and bridge and ceramics. Oh, wow. You're an overachiever. They they wanted me to get one more so I could be a man. I said, man, I'm 71 years old. I do not, I don't, you know, this, doesn't matter to me. <laughs> if I was younger, I'd do it. But but anyway, what are you going to get a so raise? I went, to, <laughs> I, I went I went there and we, I worked on that. And then the next thing I know, I was on a conference call with NBC, and they said, "Oh yeah, we are nominating Harold Burdett to be on the NBC." So I, said, <laughs> so I got onto that, and then it kind of moved up from there. Yeah. So you did the um, NBC board as well, and then you moved yeah. over to NEDL. I did. Wow. Exactly what I did. Exactly. And then I served on the cow board, of course, you know that. Oh yeah. For many, many years. Many, many years. And I stepped off that to put, uh, oh, got Roe on there. What's his name? Um, BJ. 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 He's, he wanted to be on it. And I said, mm, I'll, I'll, I'll get off <laughs> 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 because they need, they need young people on there. Yeah. He's, he's smart, yep. you know, and he'll, it, it'll, it, it'll be, it'll be good for cow. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Billy and I are just over the hill. You know, we need to move on. <laughs> you need to go to the beach and invite me. I want to go to the beach. You live on the beach. Yeah, I know, but there's a diff. Where's your house at, by the way? Perdido Key. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. you're Which right is a fancy water. word. You know what a key is. It's just oh, yeah. a word surrounded by water. It's actually Pensacola, but it's not Pensacola Beach. So uh, don't confuse us with that because that's we're not Pensacola Beach. Yeah, so we've been to St. George Island every year for 20 years. So I know exactly that area and I love it. Yeah, it's nice down here. White sand, awesome. beautiful water. Mm. So, Are you jealous, Elvis? I think Elvis left to go take care of the dog. Uh-oh. <laughs> Did we lose him? Usually he texts me. No, no, I apologize. I'm letting the dogs out. I muted. I told you. Oh, yeah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I told him, I told him he's, he's taking care of the dog. It's it's one of the challenges of working from home. I know. Yeah. I don't know. They're quiet all day. Then they hear me talking and then all of a sudden they want to go out. So They want to talk. <laughs> exactly. I, I try to mute them when they're barking, but I apologize. Oh, that's all right. It's kind of fun. I thought they were Harold's dogs. <laughs> no, I don't have a dog. I want one bad. My wife won't let me have one. What? Aww. 
Everybody needs a dog or three. No kidding. I love <laughs> dogs. I wanted to know, has Burdett Dental Lab always been in the same location or have you grown over the years? We started out, my dad started the lab in North Birmingham and it was yeah. a, it was a upstairs office place and yeah. he just didn't do anything but dentures. Yeah. There. And then we went from there, we moved to Five Points West and we had a building there and that's kind of where I started the Crown and Bridge. My aunt was there. I was in the lab then and then- uh-huh. And you know, that's where I kind of started building it up. And then uh, we had a fire there, actually. Oh, it, was a, it, wow. was a weird, it was a weird building. It was a big open space in the front. Then we had the center area where there was a boil-out room. And then the back room was as big as the front, but didn't have anything in it. It was just still open. When we got burned out the front, we moved everything. We built benches. This is funny. We had a fire on Thursday night. And on Monday morning, we were back open for business. Dad had an electrician friend that jumped electrical and we built benches and, you know, we did stuff you probably couldn't do today. <laughs> <laughs> All over a weekend? All over a weekend. Wow. All the employees and everything. So, you know, it was, it was a great effort, by, a team effort by everybody. When we, we grew out of that place, I built a building in Fairfield. Uh, I bought a building there, existing building in Fairfield from a dentist and put the lab there. And then we added on another 5,000 square feet to that building and uh, we grew out of it. And then we built the building we're in now, which is 12,000 square feet. Wow. Wow. Amazing. You're going to grow out of that one? Well, you know, I never thought we would, you know, with, with all the stuff that's gotten so, it's so digital. Yeah. But you know, equipment takes up room too. Yeah, absolutely. It's just changing. You know, it's people versus equipment. We still have to have people. You always have to have people. Oh, sure. And good people, which that's, Barb, that's hard to find now. I know. They got to, nobody wants to work. (laughs) Yeah, I put that on my Facebook. Why don't we give the $300 to the people that are working and see how fast the people that aren't working get get the asses back to work. That is a great, I wish, I didn't see that on your phone. Oh, that is so good. Yeah, (laughs) give it to me. It's supposed to stop. It's supposed to end. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. I mean, Alabama said that they would take the money, but they're not passing it on alone. They're not. They're, they're through subsidizing unemployment because everybody in Birmingham is looking for people. Oh I mean, yeah, restaurants, bars, everywhere, I mean, everywhere. Labs, everybody, and even down here, they'll have a restaurant that's half full, but they're like, and they have people standing outside, and they said we can't seat you because we can't serve you. Yeah, hmm. we've run into that a few I mean, times here. It's horrible. You know, all the labs are busy, but we, nobody has any help. So, so what you're doing is you're killing your managers. Yes, agree. And I just had all my managers down here for a big fishing trip for the weekend. Aww. And uh, I said, man, I pre- man, they, they, they had a great time. But I said, y'all needed it. You're just, we're just killing them. Mm. Yep, agree. So what did COVID do to your, uh, your business? How did you guys respond to that? I know it's been a year or so, but... Did you close down completely or did you have a smaller, you know, team there? We kept all our managers. We laid everybody off that could make as much or more on unemployment as they were making. Yeah. Everybody that couldn't do that on payroll. Hmm. Of course, you know, April, was it March? April? Yeah, April was horrible. I think that's the month, right? It hit in what? March. March. March, but a lot of people started closing down in April. 
Yeah, April, late March, early April. April, we were like 20% of sales. Yeah. Maybe. And I said, Chris, I'm only going to go so far in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but then it started coming back. You know, it came back pretty fast, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. May it came back. I mean, that was scary. Boy, I'd never yeah. seen anything like it. You know, then May came back, June. I mean, it's, it's been good. Business has been good. Yeah. I think everybody's seeing that. It's, I don't even know if it's pent up from the COVID anymore or I don't know. It's just busy everywhere. It's busy everywhere. But I, everybody I've talked to has been busy. Yeah. I mean, you'll have a week that you might not get as much in, but it, overall it's just slammed. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't talked to a lab that's not busy. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's why when uh, Elvis texted me, are you ready? I was like, oh, shit. I got a whole I, I've got like, you know, veneer cases and, you know, just. Are you still crazy. at the bench? Oh, yeah. Big time. Are you still doing that? What do you call it? The ACCD? A- a- what is it? Yeah. So I'm doing the high aesthetic cases, veneer cases, full mouth. So we have just, we are just growing, growing, growing. How do you do that and run the lab? <laughs> There's other people that run the lab now. So I get to uh, focus on my cases and I love it. That's it's better. Great. It is great. <laughs> It is. Yeah. I'm way too young to be uh, in my office sitting there, so I'm really happy. But yeah, it's busy. I can attest to that. It is. And people busy. are buying these just huge, you know, treatment plans and upper and lowers and implants and veneers. And you're doing a lot of all in fours. No, actually, we don't believe it or not, because we've talked to a lot of people on our podcast that are just going crazy with them. But that's definitely not what we um, specialize in. I think we're just too big to do those cases. Well, you got to have somebody that knows what they're doing, doing yeah. conversions and fooling with them. And, yep. you know. Harold, are you not chairside doing conversions? <laughs> no, no I, we got two people doing chairside. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's just I don't know if you make money on them or not. <laughs> I, can't make, I hadn't figured it out yet. Yeah, by the time you have your um, top people out of the uh, lab to go to the doctor's office to, you know, you pay them all that money to work with the doctor. And by the time everything's said and done, that's that's a fair amount of uh, revenue going out the door. It's a lot of money. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I know they're, you know, it's great for looking on your gross, but, you know, but you, you got expensive people doing them, you know, and the work, you know, there it's really unbelievable how it's done. I mean, I've been to some conversions and some seatings, and you really do change people's lives. Oh, for sure, yeah. So Larry does a bunch of those, doesn't he? Larry, yeah, that's all he does, really. I mean, that's a majority of what he does. I noticed on the website you guys talk about being part of the Tarek group. Right. What is that? What exactly is the Tarek? It's a group of, I tell you, it's the, one of the best things we ever did. I mean, it's a great group. We we share information they're very territorial. Okay. It's really funny. It's a funny story. I, I hope y'all put this in the in the in the broadcast because I want oh, yeah. Jeff, I want Jeff to hear this. Jeff Pollock. <laughs> Years ago, somebody came up to me in Chicago and says, "You ought to get in Tarek." I said, "Okay, that's fine. I mean, I'd love to. What kind of group is it? What do you do?" Blah blah blah. I said, that's good. So Jeff Pollock was over in Atlanta. He called me and started interviewing me. And I said, "Yeah, okay." I, do you do any work in Atlanta? I said, no, not really. Hmm. Said, do you plan on it? I said, I don't know, Jeff. I mean, you know, don't do any now. So anyway, he blackballed me. All it takes is one person to blackball. So we're at the IDS years, a few yeah. years back. And I had his girls, his girls there, Jessica and all of them were there and Jeff. And we were at dinner and Jeff looked at me and he says, Harold, you ought to get in Tarek. I said, you are kidding me, right? 
I said, you do remember you're the one that blackballed me. He said, yeah, but I didn't know you then. I went, oh, my God. So we got in and it's been great. We share numbers. We share marketing ideas. We, if we have a problem, we, you know, we call these labs. They'll help us out with it. Cause there's some big ones in there. Mm -hmm. Edmonds. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some big boys in there. One out of New York. Uh, I can't think of the name of it right now, but I will. But so there's some big boys. So we got in and we hadn't looked back. So I think there's 12 of us, 12 labs, 12 or 13 labs in it. And they're all independently owned, correct? All of you can't be, you cannot be. Yes. We've lost a couple of them yep. to being bought out that were owned for like young Perry and Young in, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. They got bought by, I think, NDX. So they had to leave the group. Yeah. I think that's what's special about it is that probably conversation comes up a lot. And you guys just keep each other strong and you right. don't want to sell. And, you know, right. I just, I, I really think that's, that's, I love it. Tip my hat right. to that. Right. Right. It's just a group of labs that communicate and share ideas. Right. And I'm going to tell you too, Elvis, this, this group, you know, I was in DRA and the DRA is a great group also. It's just a different philosophy. Mm-hmm. You'd come in on one day, you'd have a dinner meeting that night, then you'd, you'd meet all day the next day, and then a half a day the next day. The Tarek group comes in on like on a Wednesday. You meet all day Thursday, you meet all day Friday, and then you meet Saturday. Wow. I mean, you have you have some meetings. And we have some vendors there that do presentations, but it's the real deal. And they don't want to get rushed. But they want time to talk and, you know, communicate. So, you know, you talk about anything there. And it's not supposed to go any further than the Terry yeah. group. Yeah, you don't spread what you've heard. You sign non-disclosure, so... So you guys probably pick up a lot from each other, like what each other's doing. Absolutely. And, you know, Absolutely. What you should be looking at, what kind of equipment, what kind of printers, what goes That's good, right. what goes bad. Right. R&D. And it's diverse. You know, we got, you know, Reed Nunley at Derby. You know, he's opened up that, you know, what do you call the, the, uh, we clear liners, the clear liners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's booming. Yeah. I mean, he, he's doing a ton of them and he's doing the lab too. So, but you know, he, He's a smart, that's a smart guy. Yeah. He's a bright young man. Tarek, did it meet this year or last year? We just met our first, we've been doing Zoom meetings. Yeah, sure. And so we've had our first meeting in Georgia at a resort there in Georgia. It's about an hour and a half, two hours from uh, the airport from in Atlanta. And it was beautiful. We had a great time there. Yeah. Up in the mountains, they had a golf course. You know, we just had a good time. It sounds like an expanded version of the closed forums during Cal Lab. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. For three whole damn days. <laughs> three days. <laughs> three days. Nice. Bennett and them run it. Oh, oh really? Yeah. I didn't know who, that. Yeah. That, that's who, me. Yeah. Interesting. That guy's got his hands in everything. He does. <laughs> Another bright guy in the industry. Oh, yeah. So I noticed your actual son is a technician. Right. He's actually a salesperson now. Oh, really? Yeah, for us. Yeah. Never met your son, or have I? Yeah, you have in Chicago. Okay. You have. You have. He's actually Harold Burdett III. He goes by Ansley. Yeah. Become a technician? He's a technician. Oh, he is. He and is a technician. Okay. Yeah, he, he is a technician. I got to experience NADL University with him. He was in our group. Oh, right. Yeah. That's yeah. Fantastic. I warned him about Gary 
<laughs> Nobody <laughs> warned me about Gary. I said, don't get Garyed. Yeah. He goes, what do you mean by that? I said, let me tell you, you'll know when it happens. Oh, God. Elvis got Gary. I got Gary. I've done it twice. I got Gary. I told him, hard. doing that to me again. I mean, I'm not <laughs> stupid I was. <laughs> I've got some crazy pictures when Gary took me out. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I had my clothes on the whole time. Well, we can cut this part. Remember that NADL meeting we were at? I think you got Mickey'd. Oh, remember, remember that? Oh, that was horrible. You couldn't even walk. That was the worst that's ever happened to me, and I was sick. We can cut this part out, Elvis. Okay. I, mean, <laughs> I couldn't get out of bed for three days. Oh, my god! I mean, she missed the whole meeting. The next, I mean, it was horrible. I think somebody mickeyed her. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I don't even remember. Like, uh-uh. it was terrible. We were having to carry her back to the damn hotel. It was horrible. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Those been some good times, though, NAD. I kind of miss the NADL. I bet you do. You still go yeah. to the meetings, which is always oh, nice. Oh, yeah. You know, we got Lab of the Year. Oh, did you? Yes, we did. Nice. It was a great honor. I couldn't believe it. So good for you, Chris, and I accepted it at the Visions meeting. Well deserved, of course. Yeah, it was a good day for us. Yeah. So, how the heck did you learn digital dentures? I just got it. That question's in my brain. You know, Barb, I'm an I'm an old school technician, but I love technology. I mean. I just love it. And, and, you know, the, you know, when, I don't know if you remember these, the Vita porcelain furnaces, when they came out, where you had to just push the button and it would go up and hit. Yeah. And I got rid of all the nays and bought, I love automation. I, I just loved it. And I'm very intrigued with designs and how to do that and manipulate it and stuff. And I'm horrible with computers, but <laughs> I, I just, I just like it. I well, just, that's why I was asking. Cause that's pretty astounding. I mean, yeah. you know, and I don't mean this negative, but given, know. you know, age-wise. I'm an old guy. I am. I mean, I understand. That. Yeah. That's super awesome. Yeah. Uh, My dad was like, no, not happening. I don't yeah. I don't want to deal with that. Just let me trim dyes. But, you know, you're what actually. What does your dad say about what all has happened? Oh, not, we don't really talk about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. We don't talk about the lab anymore. It's been a couple of years. That's That's a dead subject in my household. Well, that's, that's probably good for you. You yeah. probably have enough of it at work. Exactly. I'm going to tell you, when I was at, you know, working at the lab and working at the bench and Peggy came to work, my wife came to work for us. Golly, every time I'd come home, that's all she wanted to talk about. The lab, 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 the lab. I said, yeah. whoa. I said, let me, after about a month of it, I said, look, we got to stop here. You're I'm fired. Like, you're, either, you're either going to have to stop talking about the lab or I'm going to fire you. And I said, because I get enough of that at the lab. <laughs> I just want to sit down and watch TV. (laughs) Nobody talked to me. (laughs) So did she stop talking or did you fire her? Yeah, she ever, she did. Well, not really, but you know, (laughs) I couldn't fire her either. Yeah. So, you know, you get, I'm one of those old guys and you know this, Barb, you did it too. You have the phone in one ear and you're doing porcelain with the hands, you know, you got the shoulders. I had one doctor tell me one time, I can't understand you. You're grinding your own portion. You need to go someplace quiet. I said, let me tell you, you want your case back on time or not? I said, yeah, I want it back on time. I said, we're going to talk right here then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Good man right there. Double dipping, double multitasking. That's it. There's no other way if you're a ceramist. I don't know if there's any of us left, though, that can do <laughs> this new general. I mean, they're good. There's some of them that are very, very good. They're just... 
they're just uh, they've got a different attitude about life. Yeah. You know, especially these young ones. You know, they just they get stressed out. They just get up and walk out. You know, I've had that a couple times this year. I get stressed out and I just work harder and faster. I just want to be focused. They just get up and walk. Yeah. You know, I can't take this anymore. I'm stressed out. I'm yeah. going, what? <laughs> no. Your scanning dies. I mean, what? I, I <laughs> <laughs> how do you get stressed out on that <laughs> how much were you involved when your lab got into digital were you there choosing the three shape and the scanners and were you part of the process oh, yeah. for carbon i was yeah but i'm gonna tell you what chris does chris runs the lab i mean there's not even no question about yeah but when he has to purchase something like a carbon or software, yeah. you know, new software program. He always calls me and talks to me. And, and we were getting into digital dentures with, car- well, we went with carbon to start with before digital dentures. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, but that was, I was still involved in the lab then, you know, somewhat. Mm-hmm. And so I was involved in that. I just, I, I like everything about digital. I mean, it just the milling and the printing and the, I just, you know, now I hate doing PFMs. Oh, hell yeah. Because they don't fit into the into the process. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, it's a nightmare to do a PFM. Do you still do a lot of them? <laughs> we do about thirty a day. That's a I lot. I wish we didn't do. That's I, a I wish, lot. I wish we sent them all off somewhere. You know, to just get them done. I mean, I mean, I know labs that have done that. I mean, they just don't fit our. You know, our our no at all. Do y'all y'all still do PFMs? Don't you, Barb? Hell no. You send them out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, summer. I mean, we still did a, a bunch of them, but Oregon got the copings. Well, we did that too, but it was, and I, and I love Oregon, yeah. but it killed us on turnaround time. Yeah, you got to add that a day. Yeah, yeah, and, and see, the doctors didn't want to add that dang day. Yeah. And so when it came back, we're, my, they were all running around, got to get it open, got to get it fished, got to get it open, got to get it yep. built, got to get it ground in. You know, and it was just stressing them out. I said, heck with it. We're just going to do it in-house. So you still cast? Yeah. Wow. Don't hear yeah, that too often. Yeah. Man, no kid, man. <laughs> that is where you could jump in and build a porcelain uh, unit. You could sit there and build all day if you wanted to. That's you a could. lot of units. 30 units a day is pretty, a lot of units. I think yeah. for nowadays it is. You know, Billy Drake still does a ton of them. I don't know where he's getting. And he gets high gold. High gold. Wow. Contract. I believe it. I don't know if I believe it. You know, he can kind of boost up <laughs> stuff a little bit. <laughs> I don't know believe it i told him i said i don't believe it till i see it that's what I <laughs> I they've been friends for probably 40 some odd years or more so we had one spat now i, I don't you probably you don't remember it remember dave kaza worked oh for yeah him? i well, remember that billy had a salesperson working for him <laughs> he's passed away and uh it was working up in south carolina and billy and i both do a lot of you know we've done a lot of work up in south carolina mm-hmm. so uh Bob was the salesman's guy. And he kept coming to me at meetings. Says, "Harold, I'm quitting Drake. Either you hire me, or I'm gonna go to work for another lab." I said, "I ain't hiring you." So he, he one day he came up. He says, "I'm I'm quitting. You either hire me or not." I said, "Well, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do, Bob." I said, "You go tell Billy that you want to quit. I want you to go in and I want tell him you're gonna quit that you want to quit, and you let's see what Billy says, and tell him that you're gonna come to work for me, and you're gonna give him all this notice and stuff." Okay. He goes in and throws the keys to his car at Billy and says, I quit and I'm going to work for Burdett and I'm going to oh, kick your ass. I'm going, oh my God. <laughs> so Billy wouldn't speak to me 
at meetings and stuff. And then finally, Dave Kaza at, from Jalenko back in the day took us into a room in a suite, and we sat there. And when I told Billy the story, then he understood. And Bob brought down every account Billy had in, in a big printout. Oh, geez. Print you can't do I said, that. I'm not looking at it. Burn it. Destroy yeah. it. I don't want to see it. I said, he's my buddy. We're going to do this just normal. Yeah. You know, and now we're best of friends. Yeah. I've been for years and years and years and years and years and years. And And Peggy and Beth are good buddies. I know. And then you guys always go gambling to Vegas. We go to Europe together. Mississippi. Oh, yeah. Are you going to the Fun and Sun meeting in uh, Louisiana this year? I might. Yep. Are y'all going? Yeah. I'm going to be there. I I hope I get to see you. I hope to go. Yeah. When is that? July, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay. July. I love your accent. Yeah. You got one too. I know. A little bit. You got a Tampa accent. (laughs) I've never thought of that, but I guess maybe I do. Don't I, Elvis? Yeah, you do. (laughs) Y'all got some accents. (laughs) You two are great together though, man. Yeah. (laughs) It's a love-hate relationship. Trust me. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Over three years that we've uh, been doing this, and we just love it. We love talking to people like you. It's been it's been unbelievable how successful it's been. Yeah. I mean, it's so well known. Well, hell, if you've heard about it, that's pretty sweet. Just kidding. You know, I actually, I've actually it. looked at episodes. Lots <laughs> of, oh, goodness. I mean, there's, y'all do a great job. I'll tell you, Anton was a good one. I mean, yeah. that guy's. He's fun. You're talking about somebody that transformed a company. Oh, hell yeah. All PFMs into what he's done. Oh, my goodness. If he didn't do what he did, you might be his only customer buying ingots. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. So I think it speaks volumes, your relationship with Billy, because here's two labs that are, you know, obviously competitors in an area of the country, but yet your friends, your families travel together. I think it's cool. Elvis, you know, I always heard this. There's enough business out there for everybody. You know, if we talk about this in Terry, they're very territorial. Yeah. The problem with that is, is these are big labs that are in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you, you've got to be 5 million or above to even get into Terry. So, and we've talked about this at the meetings. You're starting to get some overlap, you know, from in, in other states that, you know, and it might not even be anything that you advertised. You, somebody might've heard about you and wanted to send work to you. Sure. So, but, and I tell, I t- I've told him this, it's all about integrity. If you've mm-hmm. got integrity, then you, you don't have to worry about it. Now, if you got somebody in there, that's willing to put it in your back and put you down. I said, that's a different story. But I said, if I were to call on, I said, you know, Jeff Pollan does a lot of work in South Carolina too. Yeah. We never run across them. And I've told our salespeople, if you run across Jeff Pollington, you're using a great lab, we're out of here. Yep. So I don't know what they're going to do, but they're having some trouble. It's not with us. Somebody, I don't know who it was, but something's happened. <laughs> I heard word of it at <laughs> the last terrorist meeting. So, we have two labs in Iowa. Yeah. Iowa? Iowa. And I mean, wow. and, and they don't have any conflicts at all. There's two labs in Iowa? Hey, no, hey they're huge. Really? Uh, huge. It's funny how you don't even think about that or know about yeah. that. And... Yeah, it's amazing. It's a great business. God is such yeah. a And you're still so stoked about it, which is so neat. I love the people, Barb. I know. Same here. 
We say it all the time. I stood up at Visions and I, you know, because I was down here, I told y'all for 14 months, you know, for trying to stay away from COVID. I said, you know, it's interesting. We win lab of the year, the year that I wasn't in the lab. (laughs) (laughs) The the room busted out loud. I thought BJ was going to pee in his pants. I said, maybe there's something to this. You know? <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, goodness gracious. So. That's great. What's your plans from now? I mean, you're still going to show up to the lab and yep. do your thing and just yep. piddle around, I guess you should say. Yep, piddle around. Yeah. What I'm going to do, spend time with my grandkids, travel. I'm ready to go traveling again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I, this, I've usually been to Europe twice by now, you know, and I hadn't even gotten on an airplane. I hadn't been on an airplane. Yeah. Did you get your shot? I had COVID and had Pfizer shots. Yeah, then you're, then you. I'm hell, I'm, I'm harmless. Yep. Indestructible, yeah. as I like to call it. How, how many people have you got at the lab that have been vaccinated? Or Actually, I don't even know. Maybe half. I'm going to tell you, Florida yeah. was great to get vaccinated. That's where I got vaccinated in Florida. Really? It was so easy. I mean, yeah. the governor did a great job with the vaccination. I agree with you. I like him. Yeah, I do too. He's the people that president. don't, but I do. Yeah. Yeah. We can't get into politics. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Good call. <laughs> yeah. What about your lab? Is most of the people get vaccinated? Uh, I'd say we're probably 20%. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But the problem is Elvis... Our lab is young. I mean, it's really, it's amazing how young it is. People come in there and go, oh my God, you know, but they don't even get flu shots. Yeah, they're not afraid of it. Yep. So they go, if I don't get a, I mean, why why should I get one? I don't even get a flu shot. That's what I say. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I'll tell you though, you're not going to, I believe you're not going to be able to travel without a vaccination card. Yeah. It'll probably happen. At least overseas. Yeah. I think it's getting there. Yeah. Well, awesome, Harold. We love talking to you, man. That's some good stuff. Absolutely. I love talking to y'all. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't realize that you're up to third generation and possibly fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. And lab of the year. Congratulations. Yeah. Kudos to you guys. Thank you very Chris much. Well. You. Way to win it the year you don't do anything with it. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's why we won it, Elvis. I wasn't there. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't mess it up because I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have had Chris on instead. Of you. Yeah, that, yeah, I'll be honest with you. You should have. I mean, <laughs> uh, well, Harold, we, yeah, we appreciate it. All right, man. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Weekend. Same to you. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see you soon. All right, buddy. We'll see you. All right. Thank y'all. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, Harold, for coming on our podcast and telling us all about the days long gone and the beaches and how you drive Chris crazy. It's super amazing how one man can stay on top of everything going on in and around the industry and still run a successful lab. Why we would like to personally thank you for all the time you dedicated to the NBC, NADL, and of course, the Cal Lab Board. And if you ever do finally and officially retire know that you have left the industry in a better place for being a part of it. Oh, that's so sweet. And we hope that Chris keeps Burdett Dental Lab family-owned for many, many years to come. All right, everybody. That's all we got for you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.
Good job, good job. Awesome. <laughs> oh, you're recording this.